like to welcome everybody to another edition of the Major Music Lounge podcast, joined by Calvin once again, who's here to talk about new project he just released, which is the Corner Chronicles 2. Uh, what's good, Calvin? Nothing much, nothing much. Appreciate it, D-Dot. Thank you for having me back on, man. Oh, man, no problem at all, man. Uh, I got a chance to actually listen to your your uh, beat tape this morning, you know, before the show, uh, while I was working on, you know, like what I heard. Uh, if y'all haven't gotten a chance to check it out, if, you know, somebody that's watching the show that hadn't gotten, you know, that doesn't follow uh, Calvin online, go ahead, check it out. We'll give you the the information where you can find it at, uh, as the show goes along. But what have you been up to recently, Calvin? Um, I decided to put that one out as far as for Corner Chronicles 2. I just got off like a break in August because I had my son over here for the summer. Yeah. So we're usually around that time frame, I try to put out something. So I did a, a single for Daydreaming, which is something different. I tried something new, pretty much a lo-fi type beat. Yeah. And I was like, well, I haven't put out an album in a little bit, so I, I need to put out something. So that was my next thing. Um, I kind of looked at what I had as far as already done. And also, too, any, anything new I can create at the same time as well. And I was like, let me go ahead and put that, that album out because I needed something to either follow up. It was either going to be that or another follow up of one of my previous ones. So I decided to do that one just because I like that. Well, the, the idea of it is to have like an old school type of uh, tape, so to speak. 90s boom bap type stuff yeah yeah that's what i kind of got out of it is uh it almost kind of gave me vibes from like watching rap city in the 90s and you know hearing the, the, those old boom bap joints yeah. uh what do you think about like maybe like somebody like um keith murray for example or you know maybe those old mob deep joints are you know kind of going back to uh I see another good one was a uh, grand Puba and brand Nubian. Yeah. You know, kind of gave me some similar vibes to them as well. So um, I know you want to show month, a couple of months ago, uh, but, you know, tell our audience who were some of your influences as far as becoming a producer. So I always, like I said, I always give credit, credit to P-Rock because uh, when Troy came out, that was the first time I actually sat and listened to everything, the production behind it. So besides the lyrics as well, which was, you know, it was a good storytelling, but I liked the way everything was formatted, the beat was done and everything else. But um, as I went on, like in the 2000s, um, my main influence was Night Wonder yeah. in the 2000s. Um, when him, Little Brother came out, I was constantly listening to that um, early MF Doom. So oh, yeah, I was, I was listening to that while I was stationed. I was previously in the Air Force over in Europe. And when MF, MF Doom came out, a lot of people didn't really know about him and didn't really want to pay attention to him because the style was different. Yeah. And I just kept listening to him and listened to him. But, you know, he turned out to be one of the hip hop icons, legends. Rest in peace, too. Yeah, rest in peace to him. So, rest in peace. That's a lot of people I can, I can name, but mainly I can I can say currently in the 2000s was uh, Ninth. Ninth Wonder, yeah. Yeah, I hear some of that, you know, in your music as well. And, uh, you know, just kind of like generally speaking, and I was actually thinking about this before the show, but one of the things that I always liked about, you know, your beat making, you make a lot of like boom bap East Coast type beats, but also you can switch it up. You can make a down South beat. You can make a West Coast beat. You know, you, you 
to me, that's really the embodiment of what a producer is, being able to adapt. Of course, we all have our kind of own lane that we're influenced by, uh, but at the same time, you know, it's just kind of good to experiment. I remember one time, and that, I think that was a couple of months ago, but yeah, posted a um, almost like a 3-6 Mafia type beat, a Memphis type beat. Yeah. Um, like, how important do you think it is to be versatile as a producer and beat maker? Um, for me, I think it is very important. Um, just because I know for myself, if, if I keep doing boom bap after a while, I start to get stagnant. I start to maybe get bored. And yeah. I try to look for other challenges as far as trying to do a different sound and stuff. So that's why I kind of navigate to that. Plus, I mean, boom bap hip hop is my love as far as the first yeah. out of everything. But I also grew up on down south music. I also heard a lot of No Limit, a lot, yeah. a lot of Three Six Mafia, a lot of folks from Houston and Texas. You know what I mean? I, I've heard it all. You know what I mean? And then with my you know transition through the military. I encountered a lot of other people from different areas and different cultures. So I kind of took all that on. And plus in the, in the Maryland DC area, um, we kind of listen to everything. We yeah. kind of listen to everything because everything kind of reverts back into the go-go scene. I don't know if you know about that. No, no, speak on that a little bit. With the go-go scene is just all, all live performance. Um, you got Congos, you got lead singers, you got somebody in the mic rhyming, but a lot of the, the tracks and stuff that they're performing, the stuff from, you know, uh, what's, what's, what's the word? I don't say remixes or repurposes of other songs that's been out. Like covers. And some, yeah, recovers. And and some of, sometimes they, they're actually better than the original. Yeah. I've had times where I listen to stuff and they've been actually better, better than the original. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's what that's what that background as far as for listening to all different types of varieties of hip hop. And I, I think it is kind of important to kind of at least try it if you, if you want to, do something different because it makes you makes you think differently about how, how you're going to do your process for me it does yeah same here i mean and we're you know kind of about the same you know come out of the same generation as far as seeing the different eras of music like late 90s early 2000 and if you kind of rewind back then you know we talk about how the east coast they they were popular of course you had jay-z and nas coming up around 95 onward to the yeah. you know early 2000s but then also you know you had your three six mafias you had your your no limited master p you had your hell the west coast was still doing that thing with cube and west coast connection so mm -hmm. it's just like we kind of grew up in an era when there was just so many, and these guys were all putting out hits. That was the thing. It wasn't like they was just putting out music to put out music. They were all putting out hits. So, I mean, of course, that took over shows like Rap City and probably like local radio stations as well. I remember uh, <laughs> used to have that uh, that blank tape that you used to record tracks on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> from the boom box, from the boom box, excuse me. Um, and uh, yeah, that was just a good era for music, man. Um, one of the other things that, you know, as a creator that I look at your page and I just see almost the same things that I'm doing really like in terms of you're consistent when you post your beats every week, you're consistent posting about your albums as well. And I always say that 
your followers, you know, not not you particular, but just generally speaking about someone's followers, if you're a music producer or artist, don't be afraid to post your work because it won't do you any justice by staying on your computer. Um, how has that helped you gain maybe more people to possibly sell beats to or even like just fans, generally speaking? So when it comes to, I'll say, with selling beats, um, I, I, I noticed like yourself and then others, you just got to kind of be consistent, you know what I mean? Especially if folks are following you and they're seeing your progress and seeing your changes. Um, but when it comes to the followers and stuff like that, the actual regular listeners and stuff like that, you know, I just try to be consistent, give them something as much as I can because you know, if it's it's now the the game of if you're not constantly pumping out stuff, you kind of get forgotten in a way. Yeah. That's what it seems like that or the algorithm, so to speak, doesn't doesn't benefit you. You know what I mean? And I've kind of seen that. I was speaking to somebody uh, the other day. I was talking about with Instagram in general. I was like, the, the algorithm is different now. I get no reach, nowhere near like I was yeah. getting like a year or two two years ago. Um, even just like other people's stuff content. I don't see it as much. So I don't know if you just got to keep feeding the algorithm and then it puts your stuff in front of everybody, but I don't, I don't know. It's it is tough, man. I, I noticed it as well. Um, Cause there are some days I may post a beat or beat making video, whatever that looks like. And you might get anywhere from 25, 30, you know, likes or more and, you know, comments and everything else. And then I may post, something similar the next day and a couple of hours go by and hadn't anybody seen it and that's the kind of the the uh it it could get tough sometimes and you know that being said for anybody that's listening definitely don't get discouraged by not posting uh because eventually you know it will circle around back and the algorithm will get better uh, but, you know, just kind of to go off of also what you said is I always thought about and it, it doesn't necessarily like in this this case around this time, I'm actually doing a beat challenge. But outside of that, mm -hmm. I may just have a beat making video and then the beat that I'm making in the video, I'll go ahead, track that out, post it. And to me, that's kind of like every time you post a beat, that's another form of content. And even if I don't get somebody that says, oh, I want to buy that beat, you know, the first day I put it out, maybe later on down the line, it actually happened like last year. I remember uh, doing the same exact beat challenge. Somebody saw a beat that I made yeah. and they didn't even buy it. Then and a couple of months later, they just hit me up saying, hey, I saw you made this a couple of months ago. I was interested in it. I wanted to know if it's still available. And yeah. that was because I stayed engaged and posted. So uh, you just, you never know. Sometimes that's just a, a single situation, but you know, that can happen to anybody. Yeah. And like you said too, I'm going back to that original question um, regarding whether or not it's, it's a good beat or a bad beat. You just got to kind of put it out there to see, because I had stuff yeah. that I put out that I thought was crap. And I was just like, ain't nobody gonna like this. But then I get comments, I get likes, and I was like, oh, okay, maybe people like it. Yeah. You know, I, I come to look, come to find out like music is subjective. It's subjective as hell. You know, one person might not like one thing, but another person might love it. You know what I mean? It's just like, okay, you don't you don't know where you stand. So 
when anybody listen, I'll just say, just put it out and just see, see the yeah. shit work. You know, it is what it is. Yeah, just put it out. Um, because that's happened, you know, several times as well. Like somebody, a beat that I don't like, they may like. And uh, you know, I want to actually shout out uh Mr. Fat, who actually was the producer and the beat maker. He was on this show uh some months ago as well, but he produced the Cupid Shuffle. Mm -hmm. And he told a story on the show about like the beat for that song, he didn't like himself. <laughs> and he played it in the studio and Cupid liked it and just you know the rest of his history is a platinum record now. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so you just never know sometimes. You never know. Yeah, you got lucky on that one. <laughs> I got real lucky, man. Real lucky on that one. Um what are you producing on again? I remember you were using that Serato a while back. So still using Serato Studio. So okay. I, I've been just over a year, still, still figuring it out. Um, still, still working with it. I mean, to be honest, as I'm going along, I'm still finding out new stuff. Like they just released the option for stems. So that kind of changes things now. So at first I was thinking like maybe a couple of weeks ago, I was like, maybe I should start learning something else, whether it be Ableton or Logic or even yeah. FL. Um, just to see something else, but then they threw the stems out and I was like, okay, well, let me see what I can do with this now that we are able to do stems, which, you know, you can track out your vocals, the drums, the melody, you know, it's, it's changed things now. So I don't have to go to like, what's that? La La, La, La AI and other stuff. Oh, yeah, I, got, I got it straight, straight in Serato studio. Man, you know? that's amazing. Cause uh, there was an, a co-worker of mine who told me about that he uses Serato as well mm -hmm. and uh man that's kind of uh made me want to at least check it out you know I've been a machine guy for the longest and you know I had the MPC and of course I still go with Beatmaker but mm -hmm. um I'm always looking to try new things uh do you still I remember at one time you were on the iPad as well do you dabble in that at all or you just solely like Serato now I've been solely Serato, but recently I've been going back to using Beatmaker 3. Like I will do stuff in Serato Studio, take it to Beatmaker 3 and use like Fly Tape or um, yeah. what's that, Tornado and, and do the effects and stuff on that. And even um, Koala FX, just, just to, to mess around with it and still kind of have it in the back of my head and still being able to be done. But yeah, my, mainly just Serato Studio right now. Man, shout out to MSX Sound. Uh... Oh, that fly tape, you reminded me of that. Yeah, they got some good good products, man. Very good products, man. Um, what you got on deck as far as I know, like, we got the year ending. You just released your beat tape. Uh, but do you have any plan? Do you have any plans for the remainder of 2022 kind of going into 2023? So I've been, like, the past couple of weeks, I've been kind of talking, trying to see what I'm going to do next. Um, like talking, talking to Route One, him and uh, another producer out of California, Tap Waterfish, they kind of put it in my head as far as for remixes. So recently I've been trying to, my hand at remixes, yeah. especially now that I have the stem option in Serato. I've been trying, just been working with that and just been doing remix. So I'm like, maybe I should just throw out a remix album for free on Bandcamp, see, see how it does, just see if anybody listens to us and like it. Um, so that's that's one of my options. Um, another one is a follow up to uh, Chopping Block, which I did 
maybe over a year ago. Um, putting one out on that, that's all nothing but samples, uh, whether it's uh, from sound libraries or regular samples and putting that out and then just all chopped up. Um, and then the last option I was thinking about was just a straight trap one. Something different. Yeah, just to be something different. You know what I mean? Granted, a lot of the folks that follow me, I think they're more boom bap, but you got to mix people that like both. So, yeah. I mean, if boom bap folks don't like it, I'm sorry, but you know, it is what it is. You know, it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> if I feel like putting out something, I pull out, put it out. You know what I mean? So, but yeah, that's, that's what I got in, in the works right now. I'm just trying to figure out what, which one I'm going to start first. I've been kind of doing the remixes for the past week or so. So I'm like, well, if I just do the remix album and do about, you can make it an album or EP, just put that out and then kind of move on. So I'm kind of, it's up in the air right now. Yeah, the, the remix, uh, that's something else I actually, I was listening, you did like a, a Larry June remix. Yeah. Um, and, you know, one of the things a while back, I did a remix for um, Royce the Five Nine, Man, what's the name of the song? Uh, anyhow, he had like T.I. on a joint with him and a couple of other cats on it. It was, a, it was about a five-minute song. I did that. And I also did a remix. Uh, both were for Beat Stars with Paul Wall. Um, and they had some of his vocals on there as well. But I find doing remixes fun for one and... You know, especially which kind of goes into what you were saying about like how you were talking about the comparison or getting maybe trap people that like trap fans of trap beats and trap music uh, versus fans of boom bap. I thought it was a challenge for me sometimes when I mean, I produce a certain artist style of music, but mm -hmm. being able to build around their vocals, um, you might find something unique and. In some cases, you never know if you get lucky, you tag them online in the remix and they like it. You never know. You might they might end up buying a remix for, from you or you might end up doing uh business with them on something else. But um like has remixing also, you know, from the stuff that you had posted, have you noticed any growth in terms of maybe fans or just people that kind of like what I was asking earlier, people that maybe wanted to do business as far as beats. Uh, no, I haven't. I mean, uh -huh. mainly it's been more for myself, just the fact that I've, I don't have a, a artist I'm directly working with. Yeah. So this kind of puts me in that mindset. Okay. What if I did have an artist? how would I do this beat? And like you said, how, how would I format it and kind of go from there? So with doing the remixes, this to kind of put out, okay, well, this is how his stuff sounds with vocals because I haven't had anybody with vocals except for a remix I've done with uh, uh, Root, Root One. And, yeah. uh, you know, that's 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 really it. You know what I mean? But other than that, yeah, it's just it's a more practice for me. I get to see arrangements, leveling, all that type of stuff. So I'm getting getting better at that. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Root One too, man. Uh, no, me and that brother been putting in a lot of work over yeah, the yeah. last year and and uh in fact he re remixed some of one of our joints out of place uh yeah. on our last album and uh you know it's just been really good to work with Rook one man so you know definitely looking forward and you know i kind of kind of going back to like what you were saying that 
doing remixes, you know, for the same reasons. If there's not a artist that I, I'm working with personally, um, I may sometimes go and look to take on doing a remix or something. I I need to start posting those a little bit more, but uh, you know, that could draw in people that are fans of that person's music, especially, you know, things like hashtags and yeah. you know how you kind of market and present it online as well. Cause uh a lot of those guys that post to like beat stars or whatever platform, if they're making those type beats, they might put a remix on there to go along with that beat. So mm -hmm. what platform you use beat stars as well? So for selling I use Inadot, which just came out this year. So um I'm using them right now just to see how it is and see how it goes and, um, you know, community within there and see how it works out. But um, if it doesn't work out, I'm going to probably switch to BeatStars by the end of the year. So okay. we'll see how it goes. But how how is, for you, BeatStars? Um, selling and all that stuff. I think what, what I personally like about BeatStars is, um, and I'm sure the other platforms have it, is, one you could have your different tiers of purchase licenses so you know you got somebody that just want to buy an mp3 to put out an ep or whatever uh versus somebody who maybe want to purchase a high quality wave along with the stems uh you can separate those two options i don't really sell like exclusives directly through b stars unless they contact me um because i don't i don't even have an option for that on there but i also like about beat stars is they have these different contests with just different artists um like they had the one with paul wild royce the five nine there's a lot of other artists out there so they have um feature opportunities that you can get with major artists and then you got the uh beat stars publishing as well uh that not only from artists but they also have like film and television uh opportunities that you could submit to mm -hmm. and that goes into the beat stars publishing um and there are a lot of artists too they've kind of made it almost like a creator social network uh because you got artists on there that you know i notice sometimes they may save a beat to their playlist, their own personal playlist that they're thinking about buying it. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, they may hit me up later about purchasing a beat. So I like that. It's it's worked pretty good for me. I've also used like Airbit in the past, which was formerly known as My Flash Store years ago. Yeah. Uh, and they changed it to Airbit. I know, you know, they have a lot of other uh, options. I think United Masters has something going on too. Lander has some. So there's a lot of... Uh, a lot of options out there for you to be able to sell beats and uh beat stars i just like the fact that they have the opportunities for you as a producer and that they have artists on there as well so okay and uh they also have different tiers too it starts at i might be wrong but there's like a ten dollar that is it's gonna be pretty basic as far as the storage and then it goes to like 20 and then they have um 40 bucks and i think with each of them you get more storage for however many beats you want to upload to the website so and also i think i like about it is um if you put the beat out on youtube you can link the video 
on your beat stars to the video on YouTube. So if you are like connecting or if you are collecting any YouTube streaming revenue, um, that'll kind of that'll basically go out to like beat stars as well. Uh, so you can make sure you get your revenue on both sides. So there's a lot of opportunities for creators on beat stars. Yeah, yeah. I might check them out by the end of the year. Like I said, if this doesn't, if I'm not seeing any progress of movement on, on the current platform I'm on now, I'm just gonna go to Beat Stars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's uh you know, and there there was times I I ain't gonna say I was displeased with Beat Stars, but where I was just kind of wanting to see what else is out there, in other words. And um I, I sat and thought about it, and this is only because I have so much as far as what I have uploaded to Beatstars. When I kind of think about that, sometimes I even got my website going, uh, or I even have my website using the Beatstars interface and Beatstars engine on the website. So mm -hmm. I got it kind of already arranged in a certain way. I, it would kind of be hard for me to transition into something else at this point, but yeah, it's a lot of movement you know, as far as files yeah. and all the other stuff, uploads yeah, and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, over 200 <laughs> tracks on there. Yeah, so, yeah that's a lot. That's a lot, man. <laughs> um, man, also, uh, another question I like to ask is there are artists out there, maybe, you know, a couple of artists that you would like to work with that you hadn't got a chance to work with yet? Hmm. Um, I know, I know Zach one from out in Cali, you know, he hit me up. So, uh, maybe we'll, we'll get together and actually Shout do something. Out to Zach. Yeah. Yeah. By the end of the end of the year. So we'll see you on that. Um, I haven't had any other like interests as far as artist wise that, that hit me up. You know, okay. I, I get more talk from producers and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah, definitely Zach one though. Cause he, he's actually hit me up from the start. Yeah. He hit me up as well, man. Uh, Looking forward to working with him as well. I like what he's doing. Zach, one, you talk about somebody who, who's been consistent with it as well. Yeah. Uh, he just dropped his EP. He was on a show actually a couple of months ago, in fact, talking about his yeah. EP. So, yeah, uh, and then uh, something else he got coming soon. So, you know, like you, man, hopefully sometime next year, get to work with Zach, one on his uh, next project. So, uh, where can all of our listeners find your work and find you online? So on Instagram, it's CAL3VIN underscore. Um, and then if you go into the bio, I have all my links in the in that, that link tree. So um, whether it be from the beat store, whether it be from the streaming apps and stuff like that. And even like on the side, I'm doing a little bit of cover art stuff. So need cover art. I got options there. If if you need something, hit me up. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, it's good to have, you know, more than one hustle as well. So big yeah. ups to you on that, man. Big ups Appreciate to you on it. Yeah, man. You can find me also on Instagram at d.underscoremajormusic as well as check out new episodes of the Major Music Lounge here on YouTube as well as all podcast streaming platforms. Uh, Going to be bringing more shows as we close out the year so if you are interested in getting on a major music lounge podcast go ahead hit me up on one of those platforms i'm also on tiktok at the same thing d dot underscore major music and twitter d dot mme so 
uh definitely looking to fill some upcoming spots reach out to me until next time it's your boy d dot along with kelvin and we're out you can tell by my demeanor smooth calm and collect you don't see nobody clean up paper power and respect Seen red and heard it back and peep the scene and my hustle love the chalk moving at a different speed